This podcast is a production of the Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, a place where real people meet a real God to live in a real world. For more information, visit our website at www.communitycovenant.net. The scripture reading again this morning is from John 14, verses 15 through 18. If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. I'm going to give you a quiz. When we think of leadership, I'm going to give you some names. How about Washington, Jefferson, Madison, Adams? What do you think of? President. Okay. Leaders, what? Founders. And as we're coming up to the 4th of July, we remember the founders uh, who had a vision of what our country uh, could be. And, you know, the same is true with churches. I'm going to give you some more names now. How about Bruckner? Reynolds? Fondells? Pearsons? All right. What are those names to our church? Those are names of founders. Uh, These are families that came together more than 20 years ago all of whom had served here in Alaska in various capacities with the Evangelical Covenant Church. And God had placed on their hearts a vision for a church in Eagle River. Did you know that? And at that time, Hank and Lil Pearson, Hank, uh, was serving as our field director for the Evangelical Covenant Church in Alaska. And he gathered these founding families and other families around themselves And they began to pray and look into the future, and they had a heart and a burden for this area to be reached with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as a result of those founders, we enjoy Community Covenant Church today. Isn't that a great thing? I don't know about you. Yeah. That is a great thing. Uh, that's vision and passion to see the Lord of the work of the Lord and His work move forward. Uh, that's what it means to be healthy and missional, to pursue Christ and His priorities in the world. And so this morning, um, we have Hank and Lil's son, Dan Pearson. Come on up. Dan represents a legacy of multiple generations in the Pearson family that have served the Lord in ministry in various capacities uh, through our denomination. And uh, Dan, you are the pastor of United Covenant Church. Is it Clear Lake, Wisconsin? Anybody know where Clear Lake, Wisconsin is? 
How could you not know that? How could you not know that? Well, you know, I think it's appropriate that Dan would be here. And Dan, you are a part of a legacy. A yes. legacy of ministry, uh, a legacy of vision, a legacy that helped establish this church. And so we welcome you as family. And we appreciate all that your family means, not only to the covenant, but to Community Covenant here in Eagle River, Alaska. So we are excited to hear what the Lord has placed on your heart this morning. Uh, let's give a welcome uh, to our very own Dan Pearson. Can we do that? Thank you. Well, it really is a privilege to be here. And I see so many different people that I know. So a lot of you, obviously, I don't know, but... Um, I'm related to many different people, and Carolyn there, and Dave. Of course, my parents, and next next week is Father's Day, right? So I just have to say, um, I want to honor my mom and dad for being just the wonderful, godly parents that they've been to me, and to Gordy there, and, and my sister Kathy, and <clears throat> grandkids, not my grandkids, my, my kids are there, my wife is there. And, but anyway, um, mom and dad, God bless you, thank you for, might get emotional or something, I don't know, but God bless you, I love you guys, obviously, so. <laughs> I'd ask them to stand up, but you know, it's a little harder nowadays, so, but they're doing great, 80, in their 80s, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, you know, it is just so good. And, and by the way, thank you for coming when it's probably like the nicest day in Alaska. And you still come to church? Like that's what you call dedication. God bless you guys. You should be out. Well, no, you should be here, right? Yeah. I'm not going to say you shouldn't be here. <laughs> thank you for being here. But anyway, um, when I talked to Pastor Todd, I, I knew that the kind of the theme you've been going through is the book of Acts. And I love the book of Acts because I, I love the Holy Spirit. And um, so I thought I'd go with that, with um, talking a little bit about the Holy Spirit. And as you've already read the scripture, um, I'm just going to read this one more time here from John. It says, if you love me, you Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father... And he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. So he'll give us the Holy Spirit to be with us forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him. But you know him. Isn't it funny how some people, you know, you talk about Jesus. It's okay to talk about God. But when you get into Jesus, then you start getting into trouble. <laughs> but, you know, some people just don't get it, right? And, you, and because it's revelation. God has, no one can come. Jesus says no one can come to me unless the Father draws him. So there's got to be a revelation from God, from God the Holy Spirit, for people to come to Christ. And we pray for our, our loved ones that don't know the Lord and our co-workers and so forth. We pray that the Lord will shine through us, that they'll be drawn, but... You know, we can't force anyone to come to Christ. That's, um, But we keep praying for them. Uh, 
the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Praise God with us always. And of course, as you've been going through the book of Acts, you know that, uh, you know, after Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, uh, for the next 40 days, he appeared to his d- disciples and at, over kind of a 40-day period. And then, but he told them, and he gave them the great commission, go make disciples of all nations. And beginning in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the ends of the earth, that was their mission. And, but the Lord said, wait in Jerusalem until you are clothed with power from on high. So the Lord didn't want them to go in power and strength. He wanted them to go empowered by the Holy Spirit. So they waited in Jerusalem. I don't know if they knew how long they'd be waiting, but they waited and prayed and waited for about 10 days. And then at Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came. And you guys have been through this, right? You've been going through Acts. So anyway, so the Holy Spirit came. They got empowered and Peter, you know, who just a couple weeks earlier was denying Christ, all of a sudden he gets up in the power of the Holy Spirit and he preaches. And what was it? 3,000? Numbers in me kind of... Anyway, it was like 3,000, right? So um, came to the Lord, praise God. The church was born and then they went out and ministered in power and the rest of the book of Acts. Anyway, so... Um, I'm just going to, you know, I'm on vacation actually, so I'm, I thought what's, what's the easiest sermon I can do is probably my testimony, so that's what I'm going to do, so um, I don't have to, can go on autopilot, you know, so um, anyway, so I'm just going to share a little bit about how I came to know Jesus, and it always involves the Holy Spirit, because God is the one that moves within us, and God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? He's the same. He doesn't change. Some people say, well, you know, the miracles and stuff, that that ended with when the canon of Scripture was like, what? No, it didn't. There's still stuff going on today. Praise God for that, because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He didn't change. And the Holy Spirit is still moving in great power. Anyway, my folks, uh, Holy Spirit Adventure, you know, they they uh, went from Canada to, they got called to Alaska back in 1964, and, the, and they went to Nome, and that's where I was born. And anyway, they ministered there, and then eventually moved to Fairbanks and ministered there, and then they went to Minnesota for a while. And I remember when I was only four years old, I don't have many memories from that time, obviously, but, but um, the one thing I do remember was I said to my mom, I said, Mom, I want to invite Jesus into my life. And we had had these people at our church, these evangelists, and, and they were sharing the gospel. And I said, Mom, I want to invite Jesus into my heart. And she goes, okay. So um, then uh, I got 15 minutes, Whatever. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know. Okay, so um, anyway, the whole, then Jesus, 
I, I invited Jesus into my life, and I did not, Jesus, I did not see him, but I felt his presence in the room very strong, very powerful. And I, I can still remember it, even though I was so little. So I invited Jesus into my life, and then, um, then I, you know, I grew up in this wonderful Christian home, and then, well, praise God, you know, then, um, I went on, and as a teenager, we moved to a town in Minnesota, and I, and I uh, started getting into drugs and fooling around and so forth, and, and it was not good, and my parents were praying for me, and God, the Holy Spirit, started to call me out of that, and, you know, thank the Lord. I really resisted for a while, but um, one night I was in my room by myself, and I said, God, I know I'm a sinner. Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life. I want to follow you from now on. And I did not feel any different at all. I just went to bed. But the next morning I woke up and I had this peace from God. And I, and it was so good, you know. And anyway, I went on. I went to a place called Covenant Bible College for one year in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, Canada. It was great. Actually, my my mom's dad started it. You know, talk about heritage and all that stuff. Um, it was great for me. I really grew as a young Christian. And um, before I forget to say this, I'm going to say this now because I might forget it later. Um, Covenant Bible College closed, I think, in 2007 or eight, something like that, because of financial reasons. But it was a wonderful place of discipling young people. And where I'm at now in Wisconsin, our Bible camp is in Minnesota. It's called Lake Beauty. And we just started a one-year discipleship program like Covenant Bible College. Uh, It's called Solid Rock. And maybe we can, you know, that's kind of the picture there. But there's, um, I think there's some brochures back there. And... It's a great place. It's a one-year thing. You go to the Holy Land, and you grow as a Christian. It is so good. Anyway, if you've got more questions, you can ask me, but pick one of those things up. I think it's back there somewhere. All right, anyway. Good, got that out of the way. My advertisement. Praise God for that. Anyway, so then, <laughs> then I went on in my life, and I went to study art in Chicago at North Park. And I got involved in a campus ministry, and it was really good. And this ministry, um, I was leading a Bible or a small group on the campus, and it was really great. And one one night we had this pastor come. We always had church on Sunday night. And this pastor came, and he was like a vineyard pastor, I think. And and he came, and and we're doing some, you know, early days of worship music, you know, praise. God, you know, we're worshiping. Anyway, then this guy comes and he says, well, we're just going to invite the Holy Spirit. It was just really laid back. And then, well, the guy starts having words of knowledge. He starts saying, okay, there's someone out there with, they've got a problem with their knee right here, you know, or he was very specific. And sure enough, this guy I knew was having trouble with his knee, goes up for prayer. And I'm like, there's just no way he could have known that, you know. And he said a couple other things. So people are going up for prayer. Well, then it was like Pentecost. All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit came in power. 
and people started to some people are like shaking some are crying a little bit and I'm like, I'm thinking my goodness what is this you know then all of a sudden I, fe- I felt the presence of God come upon me in power and I'm like okay that's enough of that you know well I'd been a Christian like all my life and I hadn't experienced that you know but I'm like okay that's enough and the Holy Spirit you know lifted Meanwhile, I went to the side of the room and I'm just observing this place is going up for grabs because the Holy Spirit, you can't put him in a box. You don't know what he's going to do. Anyway, so then um, I'm just observing and, I, and a friend of mine came over and he says, Dan, what do you think of this? And I said, I don't know, but maybe we should do something religious. You know, let's pray. <laughs> so we start praying and I just said, Lord, I want to be open to you. you no, know, I don't want to shut you out. So God, Holy Spirit, come. Well, the Holy Spirit came, and I just had this peace and this joy. It was powerful. My hands were tingling. My mouth, it was strange. Manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Anyway, so um, it was really good. But I'll tell you one other thing from around that time was that I was going through a depression. And I had been struggling with just feelings of worthlessness and anxiety, like panic attacks and so on and so forth. And, well, I woke up one Sunday and I thought, I'm going to go to that little church. There's a little church I'd been to. It was a little storefront Church. It was a it was a vineyard as well, and and I went there, and and afterwards I went up for prayer, and they're praying for me, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit came upon me, and I'm just like, I'm just he, I'm weeping out of control, and I'm thinking, man, what's going on? And there's this heat, there's cold coming off of me, and they're praying for me, and I'm just like, you know, I'm like weeping. And then I, even after that, I'm driving back to the campus. I could barely drive, you know, because I'm just crying so hard. But I got back to the campus, and it was it was gone. And whatever was, and I didn't know what had happened to me, but now I know that I was delivered of something. And you see, you can you can be a Christian, you can have the Holy Spirit living within you, because you're born again if you've received Jesus. You can have the Lord, but you can also have stuff that oppresses you, and you need to get delivered from it. And there's power in the name of Jesus to deliver us from stuff like that. You don't have to go through life like that, and that is not God's will that you do. Because in the Lord's Prayer we say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And in heaven, there's not panic attacks, <laughs> right? There's not stuff like that going on in heaven. So you've got to get delivered, and you can be healed in Jesus' name. I could tell you a million stories about healing. But just know that God loves you, the Holy Spirit is powerful and that there is more there is more of God and we we know so little of the Lord I've known him all my life but God never ceases to surprise me and you just take a risk 
Holy Spirit adventure. You don't know what God's going to do. Well, this isn't really a, a, you know, sometimes you take a risk. Uh, You know, John Wember used to say, faith is spelt R-I-S-K. So I was at this yard sale the other day. So I come to Alaska on vacation, and I go to yard sales. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's insane. But anyway, we're, we're um, coming back from mom and dad's place. There's this garage sale, and it's at a Methodist church some, someplace over there. I don't know where it is. Over there, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so then uh, as I'm buying something, I sense that there, I, someone's having trouble with their stomach. So then um, we take off, or we don't take off yet. We're still there. But I'm thinking, okay, the lady that waited on us, you know, uh, oh, you know, what do you do, right? Oh, Lord, do you say something? Hey, do you have something wrong with your stomach? <laughs> you know, how weird is that, right? But it's Holy Spirit adventure. You don't know what God's going to do, right? So, hey, you're going to miss out if you don't try it. I've learned that. You gotta, you gotta go for it. Because it's a Holy Spirit adventure. That's what we're on. Someone thought, you know, if anybody thinks being a Christian is boring, they don't know the Holy Spirit very well. Because the Holy Spirit's gonna lead you to do stuff that you never would do. But God's gonna call you to do stuff, right? Anyway, so I go to this lady and say, um, are you having trouble with your stomach? And she says, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, come on. But she says, why do you ask that? And I said, well, I, you know, sometimes I just sense stuff and I, I like to pray for healing for people. And, and she says, I don't have a problem, but I have a friend that's got a real problem with that. And she was all excited. And, and she said, and I said, well, should we, could we say a little prayer for your friend? And she goes, we could do that? And I said, yeah, we can do that. So we prayed together. And she was just so blessed by it. You know, she was so encouraged, and she was just excited. And anyway, you know, every day, you don't know what's going to happen, right? Sometimes you do stuff like that. You pray, and people get healed. And sometimes you totally miss it. But it's an adventure, and you just go for it. Or you, but And you guys know what this is like already, because you hear the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit tells you to you need to make a phone call or you need to go visit someone or you need to drop something off to some you know what I'm talking about right we all have this experience so don't think it's just strange dude from Wisconsin <laughs> this happens to you already but you just got to tune in a little bit more and say Jesus I want to every day I just want to live for you and as you do that God is going to pour out his anointing on you and there's just so much more. But I'm going sh- to cut it off now. And um, hey, you know, God loves this church. This is a great church. This is so fun to be here. And, and I love this place. And it's so good to see my family and my friends and everybody. God bless you guys. So I'm just going to say one little prayer as we finish up here. Heavenly Father, thank you for uh, Eagle River Community Covenant Church. God, there's just so much uh, that you're doing in this place. 
And may you continue to anoint the ministry that's here and Pastor Todd and the rest of the staff. Lord, thank you for the fact, Lord God, Holy Spirit, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're moving and just continue to pour out your blessing even here in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.